Rambam says in Hechus Deus. Um, the way a person was made so it's the way of a person that he's going to be drawn after the ways and actions of his friends and associates and he'll do he'll behave in the way that the people in the place where he lives behave and then he comes with a conclusion Let's explore this briefly. This idea that the Rambam brings about the... It's, it almost, he says, it's a, it's, it's, it's a fact of existence that you are drawn after your environment. How does that work? Now, there's been a lot of work in marketing um, which revolve around the, one of the most basic cognitive mechanisms is comparison. The way we are able to evaluate and make decisions is we base ourselves on, we use comparisons to judge what we should and shouldn't do. So for example, if, if I come from South Bend, Indiana, it's one of the coldest places there is in America, and it's way, way below zero for a nice chunk of the year. And I come to Yerushalayim, and I want to. I need to figure out: should I go out today, or should I perhaps try to snuggle in and stay inside because it may snow? So Mistoma, the Achra will be that I'll definitely go out because the most, if it snows, how many feet of snow is it going to be? In other words, I'm used to walking around with the snows coming up to my chest. So I say, it's posh, it's a person should go out in snow, but, but that's because when I'm comparing it to my, my re- reference point, it's like, this is not bad weather, this is hot in comparison. Take a person that's been living in um, California, and the temperature never drops below mild, and now he has to make a decision if he should go out in the snow or not. So he says, in this kind of weather, it's impossible for me to go out because his frame of reference is coming from a frame of reference of heat. So for him, the snow is mamash a catastrophe. So the way this is used in marketing is that because we compare and we make decisions based on comparison, and generally what we'd like to do is compare two similar things, one being worse and one being better, in order to decide which one we should choose. That's what we try. We try to find a precedent of the thing we're trying to do and evaluate the new thing in, con- in context. So they ran, The Economist, which is a financial magazine, um, ran, an, ran an advert. The advert went <coughs> as follows. If you'd like to buy, subscribe to The Economist online edition, it's $59 per year. If you want to subscribe to the, the paperback edition, the hard copy, so the hard copy is going to cost you $125 a year. If you want to subscribe to the hard copy and the paperback edition, so, so the hard copy and the internet edition, so it's going to be $125. So 
So they, they did a survey. How many people picked which, which option? I think over 70% of people picked the hardback plus internet edition. Then they did another survey and they took out the middle option. So there was no $125 just for the hard copy. So it was either $59 for the internet or $125 for both. And then the majority of people chose the internet edition. The longest being that when they had a comparison, so when they had the decoy, as it were, so then they had a really bad deal, so in comparison, wow, this is really good. So everyone got the good deal. But when that comparison wasn't there, there was no good deal to be got. In terms of, another example is when they manufactured, manufactured the person invented the bread machine. Bread machine? Bread machine? Bread machine is the machine that you put all the ingredients for bread, you switch it on, you come back two, two hours later, and you've got bread. It's Gavaldic. But it was not being bought. So what they did was, they consulted the marketing company, and they said, introduce a better, more expensive model, which has got a bigger capacity. So they did. They put in, so let's say, randomly, the figure that they initially sold, the first bread machine was $300, and then they introduced a new one for $1,000, and then all of a sudden, the cheaper version started to go. Because until then, it was the only bread machine on the market, so it could have been outrageously expensive. Who knows? So you're not going to invest in it. But when there's a, when there's a gauge, and I know that there's an expensive one for $1,000, so <laughs> this is a cheap bread machine, I'll go for that one. So because of the nature of ourselves, the way we wired, and that's what the Rambam says, What does that mean? Can you ask a question? Shlame. Do you have a long shman yesterday? Do you have a long shman yesterday? So the truth is, let, let, let's try to evaluate. How, how would a person know if you have a long and short shman yesterday? How do you weigh that up? So it's quite partial. Imagine that there are these two, two, two cousins. Oh, we'll, make the, we'll make them in the, well, two people. There's Reuven and there's Shimon. Reuven lives in uh, Ganegula. And Shimon lives in a small moshav somewhere. And they both have a fry cousin, not from at all, who comes to visit them. And they both like, really want to show them like what Jews is all about. So Reuben says, listen, you have to come down with me. I daven in Reuben's female Zilberberg's minion. And Shabbos is mamashkashmak, you have to come with me. So the cousin doesn't know anything, he knows nothing. He says, well, how long does davening last? It starts at eight and it finishes at two. So he says, but you don't have to come for the whole thing. Just come for, for as much as you like. So he's like, I'll give it a try. And he comes and he goes, he goes at 8 o'clock and he enjoys it and he leaves at 10. He says, it was Kishmak. And over the time, he really gets into this Judaism stuff and he becomes Mamash Rum and that's his minion. And the truth is, he's never ever seen another minion. And that's where he davens every Shabbos, that's where he davens during the week and he's loving his tefillah. End of scenario number one. Scenario number two. Shimon's non-from relative comes to him and he says, look, would you like to join us? for Tfilas and Shabbos. He says, no problem, how long does it take? So he says, we know I got a million, it's one and a half hours. Starts at 8, finishes at 9.30. He says, okay, sounds bearable. He says, but you don't have to stay for the whole thing. He says, I'll give it a try. Stays for half an hour. He says, oh, of course, okay. And he works on him and Baruch Hashem becomes from. And that's the only minion davening it. So you've got Shimon's cousin who's davening one and a half hours and you've got Reuben's cousin who's davening 8 to 2, 6 hours. And they both decide to go away for Shabbos. No way to Shabbos and they go to another place. And it's the first time both of them are doubling another minion for Shabbos. This minion takes two and a half hours. Shimon's looks at his minion, Shimon's cousin, he says, Wow, he says, 
I've never ever been in such a long minion. They really drag things out. And Reuben's cousin says, Mamash Apikorsim. They call that Twila? Just depends where your reference points are. So when you say Davin Long Minion, so Davin Long Minion, how do you how do you measure it? But it's not only in the length, it's in are you have you got good midas? Have you are you a good learner? Are you everything becomes relative to your environment? So ironically, if you just shift the place where you sit, so everything about who you are could change. You're sitting in a part-based majors where everyone's mama shvach. So you are mama shamasmid. Because you get there on time and you only leave when the state is over. Then you switch over to a different environment and everyone gets there early and leaves late. And then you mama shabaklin. But you stay the same. You're set visually. I haven't got an example for you on me, but if you, ha- if you have a, a shape, a circle, and you surround it with gigantic other shapes. So you have a circle, let's say the circle's that big. Now, if you surround it with big, big, big blocks, and then on another page, you take exactly the same size circle, and you surround it with tiny little squares. When you look at those two circles, this one will look small, and that one will look big. Now, either it's an optical illusion, but even visually, we only see things relatively. The way of Olam is everything is comparative. There's not a single thing in our life that's not comparative. Would it be that there would be no Choyshech? There would be no Or. We'd have no Hasog of what Or is. Because there's Choyshech, there's Or. In other words, everything is seen relative to something else. Like that. So now let's see the Rambam. Let's see the Rambam. Derech B'yosh Adam. A person is created. Liyos Nimshach B'day Oisov V'masov Acharei V'chaver V'noye K'minag Anche Medinosoy. Because since your, how do you know? Let me ask you. If you know you're in a kahila, that, that it's filled with by the button. Every by the boss learns for four hours a night. So they do. They don't need the base measure before eleven. And one day you miss that. You feel mamish like you, you you miss something. If you're in a kahila, that no one learns. The tzadike hakahila do daf yomi, and the hamoinam do they learn once a week. And you learn twice a week, you feel like you're quite choshev. So that means, Derech b'yosah shel adam yisnim shach b'dayis ab'masav acharei v'chaver v'noi k'anshem ignosoi. It all becomes a relative value. You following me? He's saying you act like the people in that place. He's not saying you rel- what you act relative. It says you are nimshach. Why are you nimshach? Why are you nimshach? Why don't you just forge your own way? Do what you think's right. In this one second, do what you think is right. Yeah? Even if you do what you think is right, it will be relative. It's relative, but I'm saying it doesn't mean that you're acting um, like other people. You are, because you're, you, you, so, so now you say, listen, it's unbelievable. I'm in the base major, you, you're the guy in the base major where people come late and leave early. I, Rashaim, I'm not going to let this happen. I'm going to be there on time, and I'm going to leave on time. Yeah? Gavaldic. What would be if you would be sitting amongst the people that were masmidim gedolim and they didn't need the base measures. So when you in your mind processed, I'm going to do the right thing, it wouldn't be I'm going to be on time and leave on time. It means I wouldn't need the base measures bichlal. So even when you do connected the anshayir, you're doing anshayir. You can't. You can't come up with an arbitrary value. You're always measuring it next to something. You following me? 
It doesn't look like you follow him. Like you, you measure it, but it doesn't necessarily mean you do what they do. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm saying just because you're in a place... He doesn't say, you'll do, that, it doesn't say that he'll, you'll do what they do. He says you'll be drawn after them. Meaning your, your, your measuring stick will be them. Even if you connect them, but you're still being drawn after them. Yes? Yes, yes. Okay. So that means that the whole notion of what we're trying to do becomes very, very questionable. Remember, Avad really is So when we started off, Atoivamiti was far more simple than it is now. Because where do you find Atoivamiti? Atoivamiti. It's, it, if you, Atovamiti will change when you when you change when you change your shivers when you change from a shiver to doing something else. Bainas manims man, bainas toim seder. Everything is always 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 in flux. You have an akuda. Question is how do you make the decision? Let's just be very a little bit more. What what the how's it work? Even it's it's the nature of olam hazeh. It's not like stam. It's the nature of olam hazeh. It's vayhir vayboke, meaning that, like we said, you only see things from what they are not. You have to see. You have to have a comparison. You have to have a contrast. If everything is the same, then you don't see anything. Which is often why, if you deal with bale tshuva, and you deal with people who aren't bale tshuva, so the bale tshuva have, by their very nature, an excitement about Yiddishkeit, because they've seen what it's not, what it means not to have. So they feel that they have, whereas the person has grown up in it, so then you can't experience what it is because he hasn't experienced what it's not. So in terms of experiencing life, unless you, unless you have a, a counter, a hefech, it's very difficult to experience the thing. Like the Maral says, Knowing the hafochim, that's the ikah hayadir. Meaning, because you can only see it. And that's why is constructed in the way that it is. The Gemara is constructed in such a way that you don't not present it with an idea. You present it with a difficulty. And you try to understand it. And it's But it has to be The Medrash in Tantchum of They walk in darkness. That's what it means to learn. To learn means you start off and the sugya makes no sense. The sugya never makes sense to begin with. If it makes sense to begin with, then you know one thing for sure. You have no clue what's going on. <laughs> the, the clearer the sugi is to start off with, the more you know, you know, don't know anything. Sugi starts off and it just makes no sense. And then you work. And then you work. And then, ah, and then this lights up. And then that lights up. And then this lights up. Even the Gemara, the way it starts, kasha teretz, kasha teretz. Meaning in the world of the kasha, there's no teretz. You're in darkness. The teretz is a world of light. The way the world works now, gu'ula and golos. Golas and Gula. If you didn't, if there wouldn't be a Golas, how could there be a Gula? There'd be no Gula. You follow me? So it's almost everything in life has its counter. But it has to have its counter because if the counter wasn't there, then you wouldn't be able to experience anything. Often, ironically, you see that the people who are happiest in life are the people who went through Yusurim. And people who didn't have the Yusurim aren't as happy. There's no contrast. There's nothing to experience. People who Lost their health, appreciate their health. People that never lost their health, hard for them to appreciate their health. So, so the whole world is made up with almost that you have something, you have to have what it's not. But it becomes more complex because <laughs> you don't want to live life looking for what you don't want. 
I want this. Therefore, I have to do that to get this. I want to really experience Yishka. So what I have to do is I have to go off the derech. And just think about it. The deeper you go off the deep end, the better off you are in the long term. <laughs> That's a problem. It's a problem. There's a problem in the, in, in the mechanic. Because certain things, you're not, meant to, you're not meant to experience Ra. But without Ra, there's no type. So what, you have to indulge in the Ra, and the Chas Shalom. So what do you do? What do you do? Okay, let's just ponder. Let's go back to our initial point is, what we've been trying to work out is, how does a person navigate through life? And the Ramchal starts off saying that the Hiris, which is the first step, a person has to have a cheshpun of what our toiv amiti is, vara amiti. So now, we have to figure out now, we, the starting point is toiv amiti, vara amiti. Now, is it possible, is it possible to figure out a way of measuring based on the fact that we are so conditioned and limited by our surroundings. Because is my gilu atmi, what I am as a mensch. But if what I am as a mensch is relative to my environment, so then it could be that I'm not being megale who I am, I'm being megale how I rub off this environment. So that's question number one. Question number two is when a person starts to become aware of this and you start to deal with comparisons, it becomes a whole sugi in its own right. Because whenever you compare, the, most of life, but most of the marshal, most of the Gemara, lambdas essentially is, is, is it's ikka, it's ikka, the ikkar of lambdas is in comparisons. You have a tzir here and you have a tzir here. And seemingly these two tzirim are identical. And then you say chiluk. No, really you'd think this, but it's not this, it's really that. So you see that the notion of understanding comes through, through comparison. Comparison means that you take two items and you put one on top of the other and you see where they are the same, where they differ, but you have to have a focus of your comparison. So, for example, um, Gareth, are you and I the same? No. Why? Uh, few reasons. Last reason. Okay, just one. Uh, you standing, I'm sitting. Okay. Um, <laughs> Shema, are we? And, are you and I the same? Say we are. Huh? Say we are. Come on, I want to be the same as you. Say we are. Are we the same? Yes. Why? Because we're both male. Both male. So in other words, if I'm comparing gender, that's called, that's called the attribute of comparison. Gender the same. Body position different. State of hair on top of head different. The kids are, when you have comparison, you have to figure out what's the attribute of comparison and then you can figure out if they're the same or different. If there's no attribute of comparison so then there's no ability to figure out different or the same because it's irrelevant which is called in, 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 in the vernacular is it a difference which makes a difference. So for example, Bav Metziah, Shnai Moeksin Betalis 
case, two people claiming possession over a given object. But there's another case, so Araba, two people claim possession over a given object. It happens to be that there it's a ship, and over here it's a talus. Is there enough kamina in terms of that that's a ship and there's a talus? No. Why? But that if you're comparing item, so they're different. If you're comparing the, uh, the halakhic positioning of the two people, they're the same. In, that's why the Gemara can say, okay, if so, why do they display different dinim? That's problematic. The Gemara has to find, no, really, they look the same, but they're really different, which is much of what the Gemara is doing a lot of the time. So that's a training in what we have to do. So now, how are we going to incorporate that in our decision-making process? So let's say you want to take thriller. So I want to say to you, did you daven well today? So now you know that when you say well, so you're comparing it to something so what's your, what's your model of comparison? So now you have to be aware. If your medical model of comparison is the people around you, so I've got a great eight, sir. If you daven, one who daven really well, daven at the ninth of Yemeni in the Shtibach, and it will be a hit every single day. On the other hand, if you want to daven really badly, go daven at Tzimaya. Or perhaps if you just want to daven mediocre, so then find the interim. So what do you have to do? So you have to lechera, you have to create a different kind of comparison, which I think Shem was, was, was dealing with early on. You have to create a, a, a model which isn't, which isn't to the degree that it, even though maybe influenced, you have to create a model which is not based on the people around you, but it's based on yourself. So you can only really, essentially, when you're speaking about are you doing well or badly, you're really trying to measure yourself against yourself. So therefore, how do you begin? So, am I davening well or am I not davening well? Where's my mode of comparison? So again, you can't be naive in thinking that the fact that you're in a particular environment hasn't influenced you, because obviously it has. But if you try to be misbeining, what would you imagine to be a filler that you'd feel would be an appropriate filler and what not? Or what would be a sailor which or should, should you know shas? Think about this. Imagine if you're in an environment where at the end of every month, people were tested on every single thing that they had learned in that, in that month, and they had to say back by au pair. Imagine you'd be in the environment. In stomach, your recall of the material that you learned would be on a much greater level. So now I want to know, am I doing enough chazorah? See, if I use the model around me that no one's, no one's held accountable for anything they learn, so they say, yeah, I'm doing enough chazorah. I kind of have a sense of where things are. I can look them up and see them again. But now you want to create a model. So how do you create that model? How do you, how do you measure it? You look in the svarim, it becomes ambiguous. Well, you look in the svarim and it says, you can halachas, where the chiyuvim are. Where, where does the starting point for measuring yourself begin? So let's see what the Rambam says. Quickly, the Rambam says, "Derech biyasa shel shel Adam liyos nimshach b'de'oisav v'maasav acharev v'chaverav v'noyei keminag anshe medinosay lefichoch soich Adam lishaber la tzadikim." So that's where you should not. The Rambam makes perfect sense. Imagine if you hang around tzadikim. So that means when you 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 in the presence of a tzaddik. And every time he says one of the he stops, he thinks, and he goes, And that's what you see, that's what you're around the whole time. So, Mimela, the chances are you are in a room. 
and have a race to who comes to the mouth first, the food or the brocha. Um, so you'll learn their ways. And therefore you have to see that you have to run away from Rishoyim. So you shouldn't learn from their actions. A person that walks with the Chachomim will become wise and the one that hangs out with the fools will become evil. And then he goes on and he says, And then he goes to the Rambam, famous Rambam that you should eventually end up in a cave. <laughs> Which is interesting. So what happens when you get to your cave? That's what he says, right? Because you have to isolate yourself. Fascinating. So it comes out that it could be that the, 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 the first step, the first step in even seeing our own Toiva Miti is what he calls that's a mitzvah's essay in other words HaKadosh Baruch created a, a counter point, an antidote to the nature of us by saying, Adraba, you have to be around Chachomim Tzadikim in order for you to be able to have an appraisal of what the expectations of self could be it says, and that's called Dveikus. Meaning in everything. is prakmatia Not because you're being nice to them. Because I don't know how to do business. How do I do business? Um, I went to a person that was selling me something. It was quite fascinating because he wanted to sell me, sell me, um, sell me something. So he, he made the cheshpan and then he said, okay. It was like a relatively simple cheshpan. He said, one second. He took out a calculator and he says, okay, I'm just going to do it one more time. He said, you, you can't be too careful with something else is mominous. That was amazing. Limud. For me, I said, ah, Pashtas. <laughs> Seems okay. But he was like, he triple checked himself. Not because he is bad at math, but because there was a year in how you deal with people's mominess. Someone else's money, I don't have some over gezel. So you see that, that when you last with pragmatium, it's upshot that you, you're doing them a favor by giving them business. It's that you learn a different way of measuring what it means, yashtras in business. So every you'll learn how to eat and drink differently. Not that you'll carry a good vote if you're with them. You'll see how they raise their cup and how they eat their food and and then your whole world will change. Shnemal Davka boy. 
ואמרו והבה מסאבק ואפר אגליהם ושויסי בצומס דבריהם. Fascinating. So that's what the Rambam says. Now the Shaili is we're in a little bit of a predicament because the Torah of today is a bit of a mass-produced Torah. I imagine at a certain point in time it was different. There was, there was the, 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 the way that Kleisha was distributed wasn't there'd be a few sought-after individuals and there would be a massive harmonium and therefore very few people actually have any kesher to anyone that has a certain status in the Olama Atoyah. So as a result, most people just flounder about measuring themselves against their peers. So you see over here that that's, that's a tragedy in the deepest possible way. Because it's not just that you lose a shaykhist to them and you don't hear interesting insights. It means your entire Hanhogas Achaim starts off at a different place. It's a, it's, it's a terrifying thought for us all. So I think that's a great way to end off.